So tonight we're going to be discovering your superpowers and we're going to work out how you can tap into those superpowers as you go about your day-to-day -day life and perhaps you find yourself challenged, whether that's professional or whether that's personal. So put on your red pants, put on your red cape and uh, let's fly styly of uh, Buzz Lightyear to infinity and beyond. Okay, um, so we are going to have a little bit of fun with it. We are going to delve quite deep into some of the things that have happened in your past. And we're going to look at those things almost from a kind of bird's eye view. We're going to look into what's happened in your past. We're going to recognise just how special you are as an individual. And we're going to use those skills to allow you to really develop that full sense of your unique powers and your unique superpowers. So if you're watching, please do say hello. Uh, Sue is watching. Thank you for joining, Sue. It's great to have you on board. Uh, I hope you've got your red pants on and your, your, your red cape on. And let's see if we can both look at the past, but also use that to propel us and help us move forward. So why am I doing this? The crux of the reason for me doing this is because, you know, at 40 years old, I'm 40 years old in the next two or three weeks, 7th of March is my 40th birthday. And at this time in my life, I can genuinely say that my life has been an absolute gift, but not without challenge. And I think that's where many of us are that are in this group. We've been through stuff. We, you know, we've got scars, we've got wrinkles, we've got pimples and, and everything in between. And I truly believe that we can use all of those things to support us and move us forward with a degree of ease. And that when we find our superpowers, it's really easy to use them on a day-to-day -day basis. So where do we go here? I think very often when we start to look at mindset and we look at motivation, what we find is that there's all these different rules and tools that we can be using. And one of the most powerful tools is affirmation. Now, the problem with affirmation on this kind of basic superficial level is that it sits aloft things that you have as deeper beliefs. So, for instance, if you can identify with standing in front of a mirror and looking at your body and, and really only seeing the lumps and bumps, maybe a few stretch marks, maybe some cellulite. We, we kind of have this as an ongoing theme and a belief. So it is a belief becomes our story. It becomes our narrative and, and the thing that we default to. So if we stand in front of the mirror and, you know, perhaps we just got out of the shower or the bath or, you know, even if you're fully clothed, we stand in front of the mirror and we say, I love my body. It really doesn't do much because it's superficial. The things that we verbalise are conscious. 
we made a decision to say them. And what goes on as a foundation to that is our belief, and a lot of that is subconscious, based on our stories and our past. So if you've stood in front of the mirror and you've said, I love my body, uh, you know, for the past week, it's not really going to undo the things that you've believed around your body and its limitations for the past 20, 30, 40 years. So essentially what we're doing in, in that case with a very basic affirmation is we're trying to build a house on a swamp. And worse still, within the swamp are crocodiles. Okay, so we kind of know that we can build this really nice looking house above the swamp, but we also know at some stage it's going to sink. Then why build the house? So what we actually need to do, I believe, is we need to look at the swamp. And we, Donald Trump's words, forgive me, please. Uh, drain the swamp. All right. Drain our own swamp. Don't give life to that thing, but complement that with things that we've proven to be true in the past. So the best way I can illustrate this for you is if I uh, if I, you know, if I spend some time going through with you some of the things that I've experienced as an individual. So. What's my story? And, I, and I'd like you to kind of follow along and uh, delve into your own story. Ask yourself this, what are the biggest challenges that you've overcome in your lifetime? Have you been bullied? Have you suffered loss? Have you experienced physical pain? Have you experienced emotional pain? Have you been through divorce? Have you struggled to get promotion at work? What have you been challenged by in your unique life? Okay, and to just try and drill down to a deeper level. What we're actually going to do is we're going to use our pain to become our passion. So all emotions work on this continuum. All right. And it. At either end of the continuum, we can call those uh, those opposite ends of the spectrum really what we like. So we might call it positive, negative, good, bad, so self-serving, self-sabotaging, self-loving, self-loathing. Yeah. So we're going to look at pain and we're going to look at passion. OK, now, when we use our pain to propel us forward we move forward on the thing that we believe around the pain. OK, give me a thumbs up if you're following me. All right. I will delve into my own story here because I, I don't necessarily want to dissect you guys that are watching um, unless we were in a one to one environment. So the things I've experienced in my life. I've ex I was a premature baby. OK, so from the moment I entered this this world, I had to battle. In fact, I was on the front page of the evening in August, the, the day I was born, the 7th of March, 1981. All right. So that was me. So I, now I understand I'm a fighter. I fight. But I've also experienced pain because of that. So entered into the world very early. What would you do with a small baby? A baby that is weak, a baby that needs to grow. The answer is feed it. Feed it, feed it, feed it, feed it. 
Stop. Let it poop. Feed it some more. Okay, so, and that's a natural reaction for my parents because they wanted to support me and I'm very fortunate in that. But what happened is that my whole comfort came from food and so I ended up putting on a lot of weight, which most of you will know. Then I was found finding myself in social circumstance which I was bloody uncomfortable in and that for, for me the worst part of that was my secondary school experience where I was physically bullied. What did bullying teach me? Well, I can hand on heart tell you that, and I think I may have spoken about this before, that when I was being bullied, I am very lucky to come from a good stable home. I'm very lucky to have working class parents that did everything they possibly could to support us. I was also taught never to respond violently. I was never going to physically retaliate. So I did this. In my brain, I told myself, my mindset is much stronger than anything you can physically expose me to. Okay, so my strength that comes from bullying is my mindset. All right, that's what gives me the authority to sit in front of you today and talk to you about mindset and motivation. All right, that happened to me first year of secondary school, maybe 11 years old. All right, and I still and 100% committed to that process 29 years on, which is why I'm so passionate about helping you guys. Okay, so bullying taught me that I have a strong mindset, taught me that I'm resilient. Okay, what else happened in my life? Um, I lost weight. I lost eight and a half stone over a period of two years. That must prove that I have willpower. I have staying power. I believe in a process. I'm passionate about self-investment. I feel powerful. And we all have an individual power. Okay, what else has happened? Um, I suffered brain damage. I'm deaf in my right ear because of it. Okay, it actually taught me to be more empathetic, to become more, more empathy based, to be a more empath individual to recognize that people in the world all, all have their own challenges in fact i was speaking to a really lovely guy this afternoon as i queued for my coffee at sea spray in rottingdean and he was a joy to be around and he had a number i would suggest a number of different learning challenges and and additional needs it, what a joy but maybe if I hadn't been in that position where I'd suffered brain damage, maybe I wouldn't be able to connect with him so freely and so honestly. So that's cool. I'm an empath because I have brain damage. I've suffered pain. Um, I lost my dad. I lost my dad. That gave me a huge sense of kind of responsibility and a sense of pride. And, a, and actually, what did my dad give me? My dad was an incredible man very hardworking, an incredible man who taught me that if you try, you can have anything that you want. And that, that, like, that's, I have tears in my eyes now. And so through pain comes pleasure, comes power, which becomes pleasure. All right. So, and you, you can see, I am visibly moved by that because that, at the crux of who I am is that want to support myself and others around me, all right? Pain becomes passion. That pain allowed me to move forward in my life, to support other people, to show my love for other people, yeah? And, and this is, it hurts. 
it hurts, but it's helped me as an individual to become passionate as a coach, to put other people up, to lift them up, to make them strong, to support them and to help them live a happier, healthier life. So um, what else? I've I suffered um, anxiety and depression. Uh, Sue, we work together in the bank. Um, I don't know how widely I've spoken about this, but within six months of leaving the bank and the job that I knew, um, I did suffer anxiety and depression and uh, I felt like I'd made the worst decision in my life. And it was quite a lonely place to be. And, and that's difficult. But you know what? I experienced mental health challenges in my life at a point where I was able to harbour my own experience. I, you know, now I deal with day to day, I can come into contact with people that have had relationships with drugs and drink and um, even some people that have, you know, they live in sheltered accommodation, young people that really don't see the power and potential they have. I can empathise with them because I've had my own struggles. I can put myself in their shoes. That allows me to be a good coach, right? I've been into prisons and taught. I've taught in hospitals, old people's homes. I've taught amputees. And, and, and so where's the superpower? They're there. They're all around me. Yeah, and I believe that you too will have these superpowers when you delve into the pain. When the pain becomes passion, you have purpose. When you have purpose, you can achieve anything that you want. You really can achieve anything that you want. And if that's weight loss, if that's happiness, if that's a sense of peace, if it's strength, it's all there and it's waiting for you. And it's available to you. And it's a wonderful position when you see that. Life is a gift. And, and, and Sue and I, we both know that for, for people in our own families, we've lost and it's very, very hard, but we can move on and we those people live on with us. And it's wonderful. It's also wonderful. They will never get old. All right. So there's this positive wherever there's pain, there's positivity. It just takes time to see it and it takes a fresh pair of eyes and a different perspective. I launched a business that's proved my passion. I've always been passionate about whatever I did. Uh, Sue, if you remember the days of Sue Glazier when we used to get our annual little uh, trophies, I, I was very proud to win the most passionate uh, member of staff at, at North Street on, on the front line there. So um, that's, that passion is something that stays with me. I can't do it with half an arse. It's, it's kind of, why would I waste that? Why would I waste my energy on things that I don't really believe in? OK, what else? Um, my brand. OK, so... What you will see is that ten, uh, Three Pillars of Fitness has been around for a good eight, nine years now. Um, I tapped into, and this is not about the big ego trip, but I tapped into mindset before it was even a thing. All right? I've been working on my own mindset for 29 years now, and I know it's the pivotal cornerstone for any change that you wish to make in your life and the challenge that you wish to overcome. I was probably easily six years ahead of the industry when it comes to mindset you will hear coaches now widely talk about mindset and motivation many of them don't delve in they literally put the, the house on the swamp and the swamp will sink because we're not going beyond the superficial we never look inwards for that depth and that inspiration and the emotion that i've shared with you this evening 
So that's where I would go to discover your own superpowers, all right? And, and, and you can see the belief in my heart and my eyes and the way I speak and the pitch and the passion that I share with you is that all of those things that I've just shared with you, I believe on the deepest possible level, all right? It's enough to evoke a tear, all right? And when we get emotional about where we want to go on our own personal journey, we have a saying. And the saying is, uh, why until you cry? And the how takes care of itself. All right. So the modality in which you move forward is not really the key here. It's knowing the foundational reason that you are inspired to change and move forward. All right. That is the powerful stuff. All right. That will get you to grind and it will get you to commit. It will get you to be resilient. It will get you to 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 be consistent. And when you are consistent with your day to day actions, your life will change for the better. You become an inspiration to those people around you. People will first ask you why you change. They will later ask you how you change. So you become an inspiration. First, why? In fact, you can probably go back and a layer deeper than that. Firstly, they'll laugh at you for even trying. Secondly, they'll realise that you're really quite serious about it. Thirdly, they'll see that you've got an awesome response and that you've finally recognised your own superpowers and then they'll ask you how you did it. All right. And they'll continue to ask you how they how you did it, how you made change until they're ready. All right. And then we all we all get to a point where we're ready for change. So um, COVID would be a really good um, scenario situation to delve into. Uh, so just pop into the group and uh, and just uh, give me something positive that you've taken away from COVID. And I, I know it's not without challenge, but if we're to flip this on its head and say, right, the glass is half full because of COVID. What's the one thing that COVID has created for you? Has it given you more time? Has it given you more peace? Has it allowed you to be creative? Has it allowed you to really appreciate the friendships that you've got around you? Has it um, allowed you to recognise who true friends are that go beyond the superficial, the, the ones that really do deeply care? Put in the group if you can find one positive. Kindness of other people. Yeah. 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 What a wonderful thing. And you know what? Through this Covid thing, we've 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 created we've forged unity now what i would say to you sue and and knowing you and um you know who you are in order for you to be awarded the kindness of other people you must also be kind all right so you can certainly go around an affirmation that looks something like this Today I feel challenged because of X or Y. You know, perhaps, uh, you know, I'm not feeling particularly strong today. Perhaps today is just, it's one of those days you feel like you got out of bed the wrong size. And you can certainly say, acknowledge the feeling and the sense, the discomfort. Yeah. And then you say, but kindness is my superpower. All right. So whatever we're using, whatever we're coming up against in any given day, kindness is your superpower. All right. 
Acknowledge what you what you feel and what you sense. If that's a struggle, if it's a pain, if it's a difficulty, what and it happens, you know, you will get those days. Then you say to yourself, I'm anxious, but I'm kind. Or I'm tired, but I'm kind. Yeah, so we're kind of working on this parallel. Okay, so, so we have to kind of practice that. But also then support that with evidence, which goes beyond the superficial and the sub, the, the conscious to the subconscious. It's a layer deeper. Illustrate a kindness. So, so if you now pop something into the group where you've been kind, all right, you, you initially you might find that a little bit uncomfortable, but please share a situation with, with me where you've shown kindness. Because I believe in karma. I don't believe you were given kindness. I believe you showed kindness and got kindness in return. All right. I think uh, the things that other people gift to us are, really, are, a, are a reflection of who we really are. So give me an example of a time when you were kind, Sue. If I wrapped my brain hard enough to go back 10 years, I could probably think of a time when you were very kind to me and perhaps helped me out with a commercial customer that I was struggling with. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so Sue says she helped elderly neighbours. There we go. So whatever you're struggling with, I'm tired today, but I'm kind because I help my elderly neighbours. Do you see how that works? It's kind of like the non-serving becomes the serving. Now, you will have superpowers beyond the realms of kindness. You will have huge, huge superpowers. And the moment we start to see them, we can harbour them. When we harbour them, we can use them. When we see things for what they truly are, we can dig deep into the soul and the heart and we can use that to move forward. All right. And I, you know, I get emotional about the things that I coach because I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, and I make no excuses. Emotional connection and learning about who you are and your perception of the world will change your life. Hands down. Okay, and you'll see that if you follow me on social media, I know so you do, and anybody else that, that, that is watching, I know you do follow me on social media. You will see the thing that I speak most easily about is, is motivation and mindset, it's passion, it's clarity, it's perspective, because you can do exercise, you can walk. All right. Walking is enough to create calorie deficit with a careful amount of consumption of energy. You can walk to lose weight. All right. So for me, it's not really a, it is about exercise. And of course, I teach that I've taught five or six hours of exercise today. But also, how do we get ourselves to the point where we're committed to exercise? Mindset and motivation. How do we get ourselves to the point where we commit to eating in a style which supports our goal and really when we reach and progress towards our goal, we become unfuckwithable? All right. You, that determination is it's no longer a choice. We're just we're so in the moment. We're so committed. We're so uh, inspired to move forward. It's mindset and motivation. 
Yeah, if we get the mindset and the motivation in check, we get inspired, we become powerful, we can do anything. Not just exercise. Not just go to work in the morning. Not just paint the garden fence. We can change everything. All right. Um, so, pull it back. All right, there's, there's the passion. There's the passion, plain for all to see. So, recap, 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 recap. Your pain and your story is unique to you. Uncover the pain. Look at the way in which you move forward from the pain and what it taught you. That is your superpower. Take that superpower, provide evidence. Okay, so I, uh, when I set up my business, I can genuinely remember hiring halls at 20 quid an hour, 20 quid, which I didn't have, and standing in a hall on my own. All right, I, I was resilient, I was determined, I was passionate. All right, the passion went beyond an empty hall and the cost of 20 pounds. So I proved my resilience and I proved my belief and my faith in what I had to take to, to, to people around me by just digging in and, and, and sticking with it. And, you know, eight years into my journey, this little coaching business that I absolutely love is my baby. It reaches hundreds of people a week. It helps hundreds of people a week. It gives me purpose. Yeah, and so I had to go through the struggle to come out the other side. Yeah, and we all have to go through the struggle to come out the other side. And I remember being told in my school reports, Andy's a real character. He has a self-deprecating sense of humour. Somewhere along that line, the, the, the sense of humour got coupled with passion. Yeah, and, and no, this passion isn't for everybody, but if you want a ticket on my bus, there's a bloody lovely view from the bus, so please come with me. Okay, so we then create this affirmation. The affirmation is, I'm struggling with X or Y today, but I have X or Y as my superpower, which is evidenced by something that I did with it. So just to give you kind of a synopsis of that in terms of what Sue has kindly shared with me this evening, uh, we have a struggle, all right? Maybe we're tired, maybe we're frustrated, maybe we're angry. It all happens. Maybe Sainsbury's are due to do a, a delivery to you tomorrow at 7.30 and you were expecting a bacon sandwich for your, for your, for your, uh, for your lunch and they don't turn up till 12 o'clock. You're angry, but you also have resilience, okay? So it's kind of that thing where we go yin and yang, Ying and yang. Do the funky dance with me. Ying and yang. All right. Every emotion that we can possibly experience, whether it's serving is has a, has a, a non-serving, whether it's positive or negative, it's all very black and white. But um, we can reset the balance, reset the balance. So your affirmation is I've proven this to be true in my past. At that point, when you start to share your evidence with yourself through expression, because it's evidenced, the conscious mind accepts it and so does the subconscious. So it's kind of closing the gap between the two. All right. If there's evidence, we can't argue against it. OK, um, if you're in the group, please give me a thumbs up to say that it's been useful. Please, if you have any specific questions, take a moment to ask that question now, whether it's... Um, 
regarding superpowers or whether it's not. I'm always here to answer your questions. Um, we are going into spring. Uh, let's use mindset and motivation that I'll be sharing with you over the coming weeks to really add spring into our your step, my step. Let's spring into spring together. So if you don't have any questions for me, I'll just leave it a few seconds. Um, I think next week off the top of my head, I think we'll be delving into kind of the four cornerstones of how the human brain operates. It will be at a very basic level, but I will be illustrating um, what, your, what your brain and your body's prime function is and how we can lean into that to really help ourselves. So as a human race, we have uh, a physiology which connects us. Uh, we all have a brain. We all have fear. We all have uh, empathy. We all have this with wide, huge range of emotions that we can experience day to day. Uh, we're going to use some of the understanding about the human brain and, and, and some of what we know about the way in which it functions around fear um, to, to help support our journey and and. You know, we if we if we are looking to improve our health, then that was going to require change. And when we are greeted with change, we default to fear because we don't know it terribly well. Um, I think, you know, let's use this up here to move forward. Let's use this up here to break down the barriers. Let's use this up here to become powerful. Because if we can just tap into just a very small corner of knowledge about how the brain works and how why motivation is a challenge, then we are streets ahead and we don't have to fight. We can kind of step forward with a faith in the process, with a new determination uh, and with a new passion for what we want to create. So um, Sue says, thank you, Andy. Very useful, thought provoking and positive. Uh, my absolute pleasure and privilege to share this evening with you and uh, to anybody else that catches up in the group. Please do go back. There's quite a body of these live videos now. There's probably six to eight of them. Please revisit them because the stuff that I'm teaching you, it won't age. Believe me. Because I'm not teaching you solution, I'm teaching you principle. The principles never change. All right. So um, thank you. Positivity is there for all of us. We just got to look hard for it. The more we become accustomed to looking for the positivity, the easier it becomes to find it. Yeah. Um, everything that goes on in the brain is our perception based on our beliefs and our stories that have happened to us in the past. Which is why if we change today, tomorrow that will be our past. Okay, and that becomes supporting. The snowball continues to roll. It becomes more resilient, more powerful, more passionate, more engaged, happier, more at peace. Um, and, and that's really how we start to create this thing that is known as abundance. Now, the other thing just to kind of throw out there as a, as a bit of a, a thought is that Right now in your life, you have abundance. Whether you see it or not is a different matter. And that's down to perspective. Perspective is nine tenths of your mindset. All right. So let me just say that again, because, well, where did that come from? You have abundance in your life. 
okay? We all have a degree of privilege. The very fact that we are here, we are on Facebook and we are using smartphones, tablets, desktops, that is privilege. Whether we see it or not is up to us and is based on our perspective. Our perspective is the way that we look at the world and the way in which we interpret what we see. Perspective is nine tenths of mindset. Right? If you want the mindset to change, you change the perspective. Uh, and that's where I'm going to leave it. So just a little flavour of what's to come next week. Thank you very much for watching. Um, have a good evening. Get well rested. At some stage, we will be looking at sleep. We'll be looking at stress. There's much more to come. This is, um, this is not a binary process. There is always going to be more to come. And if there's anything you're specifically struggling with, please do comment in the group. You are in a safe, supportive uh, environment. If you're not happy to comment within the group, then please send me a PM. I am here for you. Helping you and supporting you is helping me and supporting me to become a better coach. Thank you very much. Good night.